2: Of mine tell me where have you
0: been you know I just my, eyes. my whole world is up here.
2: Of hello good morning. morning how are you
1: I'm doing well how about you son
2: never better sorry I didn't call you yesterday
1: well uh, that uh gotta cost you oh
2: it's <laughs> uh,
1: hey. hey hold on a minute yeah what? yeah Okay, we had to put uh, just oh, on our speaker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All well, right. Anyway, I'm sorry I delayed you.
2: No, 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 no. It's it's fine. Everybody is uh, is so glad that you are uh, are uh, with
1: us. Well, wow. thank you, Jesus.
2: Yeah, I'm. I made it. Yeah, I made it seem like you were dying. That was a that was a stupid thing to say. I did. You you know what I meant.
1: I know what you mean. You're all right.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, Dad, it's been hot as hell. You've been going outside. Uh, what's what's oh,
1: going on? No, I have not been outside. The air conditioner is going crazy. And, uh, no, I, I think uh, altogether I spent uh, maybe 40 minutes outside yesterday.
2: That's pretty good. It's better than uh, Diana's brother. The guy just sits in the house all day watching TV. Oh, that's hard on him. Yeah, you know. But, uh, all right. Well, welcome into you guys. I, uh, everybody, uh, uh, loves you and so glad that you are here.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you very much, honey.
2: Uh, I have a question for you.
1: It looks like,
2: uh, one of the listeners, uh, is, uh, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I think it's, uh, uh, I'll just say Ron. It says, uh, Ron had to get stitches this morning, but when it's time to get the stitches out next Friday, uh, Ron wants to know, do you think he should go in and get them removed or can he take them out himself? So it's stitches in his in his fingertip, which you know very well. He injured himself somehow. So he's got stitches in his finger, and he uh, he's such a knucklehead. He's dumb enough to think that he can take the stitches out himself. What do you think about that?
1: I think it's a very foolish, foolish choice to do, to make it. You need a medical people to take care of that. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, the reason he wants to do that is because of costs or something. But whoever had the surgery done can do that for probably uh, very minimal cost yeah, or I, none at all.
2: I'm, I'm sure it's part of it. You know, I don't understand.
1: Don't do that. You can't fool around with the human body.
2: Yeah, well, the thing is I, I I know who this guy is and and he's he's kind of like a simpleton and uh and he's made that clear before in some of the other things he said online and and it's it's like why would you risk damaging the finger uh, and, and and actually cutting it open again with yeah, with that the t- more
1: further the damage It's
2: not good. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why people are so foolish sometimes. I mean, um you know, I, I, I want a doctor to work on my finger. I want a mechanic to work on my car. You know, if I don't know how to do it, unless I'm an, uh, an, an expert, then I'm not going to do it. I don't understand why people think that they can do what doctors do.
1: Are you sure there's something like Aram doing that?
2: No, Aram was not that dumb. Aram would not do that. Uh, Ar- Ar- Aram is one of the brighter listeners, actually.
1: Oh, I really appreciate him. Yes. I really like that. And if he had done that, or planning to doing that, I'd really have to get a little rough with him.
2: Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't want Aram to do that.
1: No, because he's a friend of mine. I don't want to see any more damage him. No,
2: it. no. Have the doctors do it. So much easier. Have them take care of you because
1: absolutely. Yeah, and you are. Whoever this person is, don't fool around with your body. <laughs> Let a physician take care of the thing that they have to do not you you're not a doctor all right
2: that's note number one quote don't fool around with your body
1: (laughs) that's right
2: all right off and running on another uh uh, amazing edition of dear meathead Uh, a number of other people have sent questions along maureen asks how you like your steak cooked
1: well, I would like my steak to be cooked like medium, medium well, or, you know, uh, I don't want it raw. I'm not a raw meat eater. But I did, I wanted raw meat in a different way.
2: Wait a minute. Did you just say you're not a raw meat eater?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, uh, the, uh, the, the hamburger? Yeah. In, in years ago in the country that I come from. Uh, they take that and then grind it several times. Yeah, raw meat. Right,
2: right. Well, then you are a raw meat eater.
1: Yeah, I, I will eat that. I definitely will. It, I love
2: that. So wait a minute. In the last thirty seconds, you said I want my meat cooked. I'm not a raw meat eater. And then in the this next
1: kind of meat that we do, uh, it's we lamb, it's, it's a lamb. meat. Oh, okay. All right. So. And, uh, we, we used to. My, my mom used to make it when we had company. And okay. we the company.
2: I have to try it.
1: Kibbe and I eat.
2: I guess uh, Kibbe, Kibbe, yes, of course. Now, um, but when it comes to a steak, you want that thing cooked.
1: No, I, that's right, steak. right. I cannot uh, chew the hell out of it and lose my teeth on it right. and still not <laughs> be able to swallow it. Uh, no, steak, I want them cooked
2: now, uh, Maureen here says she has hers cooked well, and she puts ketchup on it. That sounds ridiculous to me
1: well it, uh, maybe it does that to you, but she likes that,
2: yep. yeah, she eats her own uh she and she also adds that she loves you and Joanne, so that's very, very nice likewise uh aram aram is weighing in he has some questions he has a question for you. it said it's it, Reuben, it's been very very hot uh. Do you have any tricks to stay cool when you don't have air conditioning?
1: Oh, boy. That, that's a bad thing, really. Yeah, get a big uh, you, your container of water soak your body in it outside. So not in the house.
2: So just get a tub, fill it with water. Tub, well, cool water. Yeah. Uh, there's also something known as a bathtub.
1: Well... <laughs> yeah. Look, <laughs> if, if bathtubs are not available really to everybody, <laughs> I mean, we don't have one in here. We do, too. We do? We got a bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> I, I never knew
0: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we take a shower? That's right.
2: Well, Friday, I screw up. All right, so uh, no big deal.
1: Oh, no, per- that's a good idea, though. Get a big tub of water and sit in
2: it. Okay, tub of water, sit in it. So two things. Get a tub of water, sit in it, and you just were informed that you have a, a bathtub.
1: Yes. <laughs> all right. What, what can I say? Hey.
2: I hey, Nate, you know, it's fine. It is so, It is so. Uh, you know, I, I love the fact. The reason why you don't realize that is because you're so in love with Joanne. That's all.
1: Uh, that I am. All right. Uh, yeah, I am. I wonder what world will
2: know that. Uh, let's see. Brand, uh, Brandis says, uh, my dog has some medical issues and it's getting ins- expensive. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the problem is, but uh, she's concerned be- about if the cost of the care is more than she can afford. And then she writes, my vet will not take payments and I can only afford so much. She says, I I am beside myself, and I need some wise words. Now, before you get to that, Dad, let me uh, jump into this. Uh, Brandis, you need to look up care credit. That is a a line of credit specifically for any type of procedures like this. I've used this myself, and uh, that will allow them, the vet, to get paid. I'm surprised they didn't recommend that and then you can then pay care credit uh, that way. It's basically a, a, a credit card for this type of thing. But anyway, Dad, what do you think? Um, she, it's a, she's got an expensive issue with the pet, and uh, she's afraid she might have to make some tough decisions. Do you have any wise words for Brandis, the tree hugger?
1: Well, first of all, he's asking for an opinion from the wrong guy, because I am a dog lover from way before there were dogs. <laughs> Anything that happens to my dog, I will spend all the money I can to re- repair him, and bring him to help. In fact, I recall one time we lived in Warren, I for three, four nights I slept downstairs in the basement floor on the basement floor, laying next to my dog because yeah. the dog was injured so badly. And we had it uh, to the vet, and it, it did whatever it did. Aha! Uh-huh. I just slept next to that dog.
2: Was that when Queenie, uh, Queenie. Killed, killed the porcupine? Yes. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh, that was up north.
1: Well, wherever it was.
2: Yep, yep. Uh,
1: that was like... That was, that was like Something in the trailer, Joanne said. Yep,
2: yep, that, that was a different thing. Oh,
1: no, no, this was at home.
2: Oh, okay, it's a different thing.
1: It ran next... We used to have a our, uh, trailer that, that we hauled uh, snowmobiles and stuff like that yeah, in there. Yeah,
2: it got injured.
1: And it, it ripped their ah, side right damn it. And it caught the corner of it. And it was like razor-sharp metal.
2: All right. Uh, so then, yeah, you, you, so you would, uh, you would recommend doing whatever you want to do. I it to, would,
1: I would spend whatever I could to bring that dog to. So
2: help. if she has to sell her body and prostitute herself, she should do it to save the dog's life.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> you're carrying it, you're carrying it to the limit now, but that's all right. All right. Yeah, I would do okay. all those things to take I care of my I would too.
2: Dog. I would. I would do. I would do that too. Uh, and cut. the reason
1: is, the dog will do anything in a healthy lo- uh, world. Oh, yeah. To take care of you, under any circumstance.
2: The dog will do anything in the healthy world. You're right. Yeah, well, some people don't care about the dog. Right. Right. Um, I'm just backing up here. Making sure I got this right. Dog lovers since before dogs existed. Yes. And you must and you must do whatever to repair the dog. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. The Eric Zane Show Podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera, so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search EUFY Video Lock. That's EUFY Video Lock. Or visit Eufieofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy video lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible It will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one, triple security with Eufy.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
2: So there you go. Pretty good on that. No, no, I think it's all, all, I'm just kind of like... uh, uh, you know, covering it in, uh, in a more thorough way and kind of uh, backtracking. Stevie writes, uh, Dear Ruben, it's been very hot this week. Could you share? Uh, well, I guess we've already covered this. We've already covered this one. So, Stevie, that's similar to the other question we had. But thank you very much, regardless, for sending it along. Uh, dear Chris writes, Dear Meathead, thank you for your time each week. This is one of my favorite things each and every week, uh, giving such great advice. And Joanne is absolutely fantastic. Anyway, I've come to you in the past for soccer questions, and I was hoping you could help me out once again. Oh, sure. Chris writes, I'm taking on a new team. Okay, they're 13-year-olds. How do I, what do I say to get them excited for the big season?
1: And I I repeat
2: that. He's got a bunch of 13-year-olds he's going to be coaching. He, okay. wa- he wants to know what to tell him to get excited. He said that he told them how you would use a safety pin to stab people.
1: <laughs> Not stab it, just prick them. You just yeah, them
2: and they loved the, and they loved that. So maybe some of them will try it. He said, no, "Don't try it." Okay,
1: because you don't know how to do it, and if you get caught, yeah. you can be easily uh, punished yeah. or thrown off the team.
2: Right. Right. Okay, so, so don't
1: I, don't listen to the stuff that some of the stuff that I say.
2: Okay, don't say it's do as I uh, say, not as I do.
1: But, yeah, well, the world that I played soccer in was totally different than the world that it is in America.
2: Right, right. It was a it was a third world country, and it was and
1: that's right. And nobody was paying attention to right. all the extra activities that you do on the field.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, one pays it
1: out. You say, shut up and play the game.
2: Right. I mean, back nowadays, everybody smiles. Back then in Iran. Oh,
1: they, he, don't run, huh? they kick you right off the team. Yes, you're
2: stabbing <laughs> people on the field. It's, ho- it's ho- It was a horrible scenario.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that this thing ever got in the air
2: exactly all right well anyway uh so don't do that but chris wants to know if you have any tips for him to tell these third, these very impressionable young people about the upcoming soccer season what can you it's kind of like this is your chance to give those kids a pep talk
1: well first of all you have to be very dedicated to play the game now for instance i had two brothers that they would just stand there on the defensive line and uh, uh, exchange conversations while you are playing. You know, you gotta be serious about the game. Right. You gotta pay attention to where the ball is or whoever is carrying the ball. And uh, yes. you gotta be playing it hard as well. You can knock them down. <laughs> there's, there's no two ways about it.
2: Okay, yeah, you do some but, of those, some of those. But third- make
1: sure that they don't they know that you didn't do that purposely. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, there is contact. Some contact is allowed That's in right. soccer. That's
1: absolutely right. Sometimes you're gonna hit harder.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're go, if you're making a play on the ball and you shoulder to shoulder the guy, that is allowed. I, I mean, I, I know allowed. that much. That is allowed. I don't know if That's... I don't know if stabbing people is, but uh, no, uh, no. Now, that Dad, that was uh, that was my trick. Now, now, Dad, you said two brothers. What do you mean by that? You only had one brother. Oh, uh, what did I say? Two brothers. I don't know. Maybe, may, yeah, maybe you meant teammates.
1: Yeah. There are two brothers. Oh, I got team. it.
2: They were, they were brothers. Okay. I get yeah, it. Yeah, They're
1: brothers. And those guys are just a bunch of dummies.
2: All right. So you had to just, say,
1: they were on and chit chat and right. the ball just went out by him. Uh, they didn't pay attention to it. Needless to say that, uh, they didn't last too
2: long. Okay, so um, I've got down. Let's see here. Pay attention. Uh, the The tips that Chris can tell the kids is say, uh, "All right, kids. Meathead said you got to pay attention and knock people down."
1: Yeah, you can uh, nudge them. You know. Yeah. Uh, when you and then put the uh, kind of not available to be seen. Uh, put a, put a little bit of foot in front of his, uh, front foot, leg, uh, yeah. let him step over it.
2: Uh, gamesmanship. I mean, if you, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta uh, do it, do it when the ref's not looking.
1: The, the gameship is, is really speed. If you got the ball, you gotta be able to move left and right with the ball.
2: Uh-huh. So you, you gotta move
1: work. forward uh, with the left without, I uh, can, uh, Right. Up at,
2: so basically, know, work on your uh, footwork and your drills, improve, yeah. and then, and then
1: uh, during the game of the, uh, uh, soccer, you you got to be very observant. Look around where your players are, and then try to get that ball. You know, sometimes they just kick it and on the ground. You know, and never gets in the air because they don't know how. You got to find your players' locations. And kick it right. towards that location.
2: What if you got a kid on the team who's, I mean, there's like two or three of them who are out of shape. They weigh 500 pounds. They're terrible. Do you, I mean, what do you, what do you do to those? Do you, do you keep those kids on the sidelines and not allow them to play?
1: First of all, you got to tell, tell the parents, Hey, listen, this kid is really not in the long here. Right. Right. <laughs> There's no place so if on you the want him to play soccer, have them lose 150 pounds.
2: Yeah, they're Push. gonna say, "Look, you're 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 putting the cart before the horse. This kid's 500 pounds; it's gonna get hurt. Take your kid home and stop giving him. No, so it's
1: not gonna be good to the team. Yes,
2: yes. Who cares about him? Just it's about the team.
1: Let's see. Bring them up to shape before you put them in the game.
2: I'm with you. I'm with you. Some of these parents, they, yeah, it's, it's, you're at, you and I are on the same page.
1: I mean, hey, you got a 150 pound kid, uh, 12 years old. Oh my God.
2: Right. If some giant kid falls on him, that kid's in trouble. He's dead. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rob writes, dear meathead, I'm looking to buy a used truck. I heard about an early 2000s model Chevy that might need some work, but might be in my price range. Do you know if those were good trucks? Oh,
1: yeah. I actually believe that all the trucks that are really made in America are good trucks.
2: Oh, you love the American trucks.
1: I would love American trucks.
2: I think you're right about that. I think uh, they, they vastly outsell the imports.
1: And in reality, if the truck has got like uh, 25,000 miles on it or 20,000 miles, it definitely needs a a serious person to check it out not a crook that's going to rip you off for it. Right. Check it out, find out what things has to be replaced because of the usage. If you've got 40,000 miles on a vehicle, for instance, hey, that thing is – needing a lot of checking out. Ah. So if you want to save money by buying a uh, uh, old used vehicle like that, you've got to be so careful. But in reality, I know that it's, if, if it's something is expensive and you can't afford it, but you got to make it happen that you can afford it. <laughs> Pay more, Pay longer amount of months or years for it, but buy a more recent vehicle. Don't buy a used car that you don't or truck that you don't have a clue what it's been through.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. I hope uh, I hope that helps you, Rob. Finally, one more question from this uh, gentleman named Kenny, who I know. Yeah, Kenny. He has. He's been through the ringer in his personal life. He is looking for his next uh uh love interest. And um, you know, uh he he's he's you know has some questions about that because he wants this to happen. He's he's a little bit blue, he's a little upset. And he writes, What do you think is the best way to meet someone uh, for a, who is a middle aged single guy looking for a date? So He's looking for a date. He wants a lady that he can spend the rest of his life with, but he doesn't know where to begin. And he's uh, like in his mid forties, and uh, he's looking for a date. What do you, What do you, What advice do you have for Kenny?
1: Well, first of all, you gotta go to some places for fun that are uh, quite a few different characters of people, men, women, you know. <laughs> You can't go over there and grab a guy <laughs> and then start associating with them. If there's a girl, don't approach the person with the thought of, hey, I want you. No. you got to say, hi, how are you? How are you doing? How, how does it happen that you're here visiting or having a party with us? Uh, my name is George. You know, just just a uh, uh, conversation.
2: So you just said the approach cannot be where you walk up and say, "Hey, I want you." you that that's a no-no. <laughs> yeah, so, well, some
1: people feel that way. Some people do it. I think.
2: Also, Kenny cannot go grab a guy.
1: Oh no! <laughs> okay,
2: uh, no. I I don't think he would. I don't think he would. I think he likes ladies. Some people do like guys. But Kenny, I'm pretty sure, only likes ladies. So, all right, so he's, um, now Now Kenny likes to play a lot of video games, despite the fact that he's in his mid-40s. And so, do you think maybe he could go to some arcade and try to find someone like him?
1: Well, not a woman. Women are not into uh, arcade games.
2: <laughs> oh, I know. I tried you know. to tell him.
1: Uh, I think the best way is uh, if if you were uh, trying to get somebody to introduce you to someone else, a girl. Yeah. That's the best way to go. Okay. All Uh, right. Hang around the guys and it says, you know, associating or but don't tell anybody, hey, I'm looking for a date. Yeah, you got to play it cool, you know? Yeah, just look around, see if you like somebody and you saw someone that's uh, hitting your interest and Hey, uh, hey, hi, how are you doing? My name is George. Okay. And uh, have a, have some. don't uh, give them the impression that uh, you want to date. Yeah,
2: don't seem needy. You want to seem, you got to play it cool, you know? That's absolutely cool.
1: Just, just like even play like hard to get.
2: Yes, there you go. All right. Hey, um, that's it. That's all I have for you. We had some great, great, great thoughts. Uh, we talked about soccer. You got to pay attention. You got to knock yeah, people I'd down. I
1: enjoy this. This is good.
2: Uh, don't fool around, um, with your body. Uh, you didn't know you had a bathtub. Uh, yeah, all right. You've been a dog. You've been a dog lover since you've been. <laughs> you, you've been a
1: hey, dog. All I do is stand in my tub. And, right. Uh, when do you even think it's a top
2: you've been a dog lover since before dogs existed and you got to do whatever you can to repair the dog
1: yes in other words get some uh, doc, doctor yes
2: all right dad well you guys are the best as always uh i i it's uh, enjoy the conversation and we will talk to you down the road how does that sound
1: Sounds great to me. Say hello to the family, and I'll miss you guys. I hope one of these days uh, I get to see you again. Oh, yeah, you will. Of course you will. So uh, just hang in there and uh, say hello to the rest of the world. Okay. Love you guys. I love you too, honey.
2: Okay. Till then. Bye-bye.
1: So, goodbye, audience. Goodbye, Okay. Bye-bye. And the cat's <laughs> and the...